You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in five, four, three, two. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Neurocrine Biosciences and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today I have Erica on from HD Reach. Um, she joined me and Vicki Owen for our um, for the Chief of Police Conference um, in Cherokee, North Carolina this week. Um, and we got to talk to a bunch of law enforcement and vendors about Huntington's. And um, we're just going to kind of talk about our experiences, what we saw, the things we liked, um, you know, what we hope to see, you know, here in North Carolina, as well as other places, just kind of just conversation about the whole thing. So thank you so much for joining me, Erica. Thank you for having me as always, Lauren. Um, it was a, a incredible opportunity. So I'm so excited to kind of talk about it. And um, I'm excited for what we get to do in the future, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it was interesting um, being at this and really partnering. So what was so great about partnering on this event? Um, Help for HD has really good, um, you know, law enforcement and first responder stuff. But then HD Reach has the resources needed here in North Carolina. So it was really cool to partner on this to be able to say, look, like, hey, here's the education piece that we want in CIT. But here's also a, a local resource for you guys to contact if you have somebody who needs help. Um, so super exciting to partner in that way. Yeah. I, and I think we talked a little bit about just um, the excitement of elevating each other, of having, you know, because help for HD. I, you know, I watched your EMT videos because you guys have the EMT training and you have police training videos and you have this um, and for anybody listening, if you haven't um, seen their pack of um, trainings, it's nicely done. It's you, you, you get your USB, but I think you guys have QR codes now. You have incredible pamphlets and there's videos where you can see Korea. You can see people walking down the street with Huntington's. And um, these are I felt it so easy because I'm like, Hell for HD has a packet that's ready to go. And we had a video playing. And when I'm telling somebody about Huntington's disease, I'm not explaining as much of the symptoms as much as I can show. Look at this video. Look at this. Um, and so it was really cool to say, hey, health, yeah, HD Reach, we're here in North Carolina. Um, we provide supports and these resources. And then Help for HD, we have this incredible training packet that you could just take along with you and we hope you include it in your training yeah and it's super easy to download as well you can actually get it on the help4hd.org website um, and go and download the the brochures for both law enforcement and first responders 
Um, but you know, if you are wanting like, a, we have a flash drive that you can give out and we have the brochures with the QR codes that you can provide um, to your local law enforcement. So they're able to kind of pull it up. Um, so you can get those from Vicki Owen or from Katie and Katrina, but um, Vicki leads the law enforcement stuff. So I would recommend, highly recommend reaching out to her. Um, and that QR code is, is seriously like the easiest thing ever for people to go to. Yeah. And I think I was talking to Vicki too, and we're going to try to definitely add that um, kind of on HG Reach's site so that people can directly contact Vicki Owen within our safety planning, most likely, and uh, kind of uh, a link straight to Help for HD's site so that, you know, there is that connection of, okay, here's here's how I can get to that stuff as well. If somebody just happens to be on our, our website, we want to um, kind of segue that because your, your program really is, um, I found it very easy to... Um, to not only talk to these police officers and mental health professionals that kind of came through and some other uh, vendors, um, but it was, um, the pamphlets were incredibly to the point and did a really good job at just explaining. Um, so I felt, you know, it was really nice to see that we had quite a few, you know, I don't think it was a, one of the bigger conferences that you guys have done from what I've heard. Um, but I think the people that we did have come by our table, they were um, really invested fairly quickly. Yeah. So we had more people who stayed and really wanted to listen and take it in and pass along a card than those who just like got one of your amazing Oreo covered chocolate cookies and then, or chapstick and then, headed on out they they actually sat and listened and and, and wanted to connect yeah what what would be a highlight for you of the whole thing um whew, there was a couple highlights I think it's just I was able to um connect with I I really enjoyed we we I know we were connecting with a um a spouse of a of a police chief and um that was who was also in the force and that was really neat to see how herself and how she explained her husband's view how the the sensitivity to mental health and the sensitivity to training is evolving and there are people that are really um that are really acknowledging this and really are trying to make some change um it's definitely not overnight there's definitely tons of work that's that's left to do and we still have you know Huntington's disease is considered a rare disease but I think we also run into it a lot more now and we have officers and we've had people who go oh wait no I I know somebody and it's like okay great now let's like educate, let's talk about this. Let's see, let's tell you how this situation can quickly escalate because it's something that's not controllable. It's something that somebody is just walking down the street and it can really become really stressful. And um, let's talk about what that looks like and the signs of somebody who really is 
trying not to do anything. They just, their body is physically making movements. And, um, and so for, I think it was really nice hearing her, like her understanding of that and just really getting invested, especially with you, Lauren. And, and I know you guys got really, really, so just watching that happen, it was very organic. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, I think that was really exciting to see somebody. I was talking to Vicky on the way, um, cause me and so Vicky flew into Raleigh and, and we had a nice four and a half car uh, hour car ride, um, to Cherokee. And on the way there, I think that was where I said to Vicki, I said, you know, how do you make people invested? Like we're invested because we care, you know, we're, we're involved in this community and we see it every day and day in and, you know, knowing the people of this community, like, of course, but how do we make people invested who are not immediately they might not know about it. And this might be the first time that they're hearing about it. Yeah. And how do we make them care or want them to care? Yeah. And um, so I was like witnessing that and that, that still happened with some other, you know, I, I made a great relationship with a, a biohazard company that cleans, which I, you know, I never thought that that would be, I don't think that is something that immediately comes to mind. Right. That, there's a, right. That was such a huge, that I loved seeing that part with you and just realizing that there's this, because it was not something I ever thought about and it was mm -hmm. brilliant. There was this company called Bio One um, and they basically go in and help to clean up messes. And it's not just for law enforcement, they can go in and help people with dementia or whatever and help to clean hoarders houses, things like that. Um, that's what they're trained to do. And it was amazing to see you talking to them and really connecting and, um, and talking about HD and, um, they were so interested in helping. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's such a thing that, yeah, we don't think about, right. But mm -hmm. it's so needed. Like I even think about the clutter in my house and I'm like, oh my God, I could so use, <laughs> you know, I could so use a company like that because of clutter. Um, and, and that's what they do. I mean, they help with, with really getting the the clutter out and and cleaning when people can't um so so yeah that was awesome too such a good well, experience well and it's you know it's and it's not even it's I think that was like the other thing where it's you know it's clutter but it's also it's neglect it's the you know somebody who could be neglecting themselves because of their health condition in their home right. and she said they've saved a couple people who were on the brink of being evicted because of the, the, the situation in their home. And, um, I think that was, and I mean, suicide. So that, yeah. I, that, that's, that's also something that gripped me where I didn't, I just thought that that was taking, okay, somebody, you know, if you've experienced suicide, I apologize. This is a, uh, just, I guess a little bit of a trigger warning just to talk about that little piece. But when they're removing somebody, you don't think about, you think about the person the family that's left behind but what about the cleanup the space yeah the home that that person has to come back to exactly. and that was something that was really um you know brought to my attention of like okay yeah like real traumas they have a crisis line it's 24 7 and yeah. um that was really cool to just know that 
Okay, this is a resource, especially in North Carolina, but she said it's national, um, that you can call and go, I need help. Yeah. And they go, okay, we got you. Yeah. Um, so that was, I think, a learning situation for all of us that how how incredibly important something like that is to have yeah. available. 100%. Um, you know, I think the highlight for me was just seeing how focused, because this was chief of police conference. So, you know, these are, these are the guys going back to talk to their guys, you know, about all of this stuff and provide these resources to their teams. And to see such a focus on mental health and mm -hmm. on, on more than just, you know, what's right, you know, what you think is right in front of you. They had somebody who was doing virtual reality, um, you know, to put the, the person, the law enforcement officer in the situation from the perspective of the person, you know, with autism or with whatever, which is such a neat idea to provide training. Um, they were, they, they've created this new, you know, technology, instead of using a taser, it wraps mm -hmm. around somebody and is so much safer without pain. Like mm -hmm. those are the things that we're moving towards. And yes. those are the things there, you know, now law enforcement is being provided and they get to see it. And these chief of police really are listening to, um, this need for mental health and treating things differently. And it was really amazing to see that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we, you know, we hear about, because there are, are, there's a, there's a history there and there are a lot of people who are, have experienced, especially within the, 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 the mental health community, the neurologic community, Huntington's, you know, usually if you are a part of a Huntington's family, a lot of times you do have a story of police involvement and some of them are heartbreaking um, and you can't take that back, but it looks like going forward, there is more conversations. There are more venues that are going, let's, let's represent trainings. Let's look at other types of, um, other types of things to use within restraining and um you know it's not just you know guns shields shoes it's not you know of course you have it's a police conference like right, but right. You, i mean you're gonna have the normal stuff yeah exactly but you it's it's not you know that's not every single booth right um, you, you had mental health professionals that were there representing Absolutely. their their counseling company so um i think change is happening it's 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 beginning it, it has begun but um it's still desperately needed and um, I think this really showed me that you know this is this was a really neat space I, I I appreciated that actually we were kind of I think one of the few advocacy groups or one of the only advocacy groups that I think were there especially representing a neurological condition and um so there was, it was that nice factor of, hey, yeah, no, that we're here for Huntington. So let's talk about that. Cause we are one of the, one of the tables that really represents a, an illness. 
Um, so I think that was cool too. Yeah. And, and one of the things, you know, that I really liked, um, a lot of times when I was talking to people, it was, it was, you know, this is going to help you understand in order to provide de-escalation techniques. And that's Mm -hmm. a big key word for law enforcement. They don't want to, I mean, when I said, when I said to them, this will help you with de-escalating a situation. They're immediately like, yes, let me have that. It's not something that they want to do. They don't want to be in that situation. So they wanted the resources. Um, I think it was also, and Katie has mentioned this several times in that when they go to things, they're a booth that's not selling anything, right? They're there to provide resources and um, and for for a neurologic disease. And that's huge because, um, they, they did want to listen. Um, you know, we had, uh, we had people giving suggestions on how to get it into more than just CIT. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, I think that's huge that they had those conversations with us. Um, like you said, it's beginning the the change is beginning and we're starting to see that it's not going to happen overnight, but going to these things are truly beneficial, um, you know, especially when uh, uh, the coordinator coordinator of the event even said he'd love to have us back next year to mm-hmm. to be on the agenda to present and um, which is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Because here they're having they're having them the presentations on the tasers and the things you know the the vendors that are are selling things, but we have an opportunity to present as somebody. Um, who's, who's presenting on, on education and resources to help deescalate situations. So that's a really big deal. Really cool that that even happened, that conversation even happened. So yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And I think, you know, I know Vicki even connected with somebody from like the DMV and talking about how can we get something on identification? You know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I think Alzheimer's has uh, in some States, they might have a little a little color that was added. Um, but I, I don't know too much about it, but I know that that was kind of to help show if somebody was asked for their identification, that there was a condition and even something like that. It's like, you know, she was able to go to, I think almost every vendor like Vicky was, you know, we would be like kind of at the table kind of manning and then Vicky was out at each vendor going, let's talk about Huntington's. <laughs> Yeah. And um, she showed me a lot of her cards that she had gotten in conversations and emails to follow up. Um, so there are people who are like, contact me immediately. Like, this is my direct line. Let's yep. talk about this more. Yep. Um, it wasn't just fly by. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me listen and grab my cookie and, and, and head on out. It was, here's my card. Here's my direct line. Um, email me, remind me, let's follow up on this. Yeah. And that DMV conversation, just, it was an, that was a good one too, because the guy was like, he's like, I don't handle that part, but I will put you in touch with somebody who who can help you with that. And that was great. He's like, here's my card. It's my direct email. Contact me. I will put you in touch with the right person. So um, yeah, those things are amazing. Um, when those happen, when that happens and yeah, Vicki was on it. She was, she was going around like, you're going to know about HD by the time this is over. (laughs) All vendors knew about HD. Um, yes, it, yes. it was truly awesome. Um, I've got some great videos that I'll share with everybody of Vicki. 
Um, cause she truly is just a powerhouse when it comes to law enforcement and really yeah. talking to people and, uh, and it was awesome. So, you know, and uh, she told me, she said she feels, uh, she's usually, you know, there's, she just doesn't like public speaking. She's not like a big, but she's, when she's with police officers that she, that's her, that's her wheelhouse. She said, yeah. she just knows she's like, that's where she's comfortable. And, um, I got to hear just how she's, how she started with her with her um her husband Tom um and being a care partner and also being kind of that boots on the ground activist and how that started within the police system in Florida where she just kind of she told me about you know little prayers that she would hang out hand out with candies and education on HD and just individually hand these things out to officers and little tidbits of no I'm coming to talk to the crisis intervention training officer not somebody to pass along information like a lot of these people need that one-on-one conversation and they need to see how passionate you are and I think that was one of my biggest learning curves of like I think sometimes we get really busy we go here here's a packet here's this here's that but there's nothing like that immediate that connection you can make with somebody and go, this is why I'm so passionate. Um, and this is why things need to be talked about and changed. 100%. So. Well, Erica, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, for those who want more information about the law enforcement stuff, you can go to help4hd.org um, or you can reach out to Vicki Owen. Um, she's, you know, she's also on Facebook if you're on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we are, we have three different conferences this year planned for law enforcement. Um, I'm hoping maybe that we can, uh, go and do another one next year, maybe Erica and I, and, and team up and be able to, um, also speak with first responders, um, in North Carolina. So we will keep you guys up to date on that. Um, and until next time, guys, take care and love you. Thank you, Lauren. Take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.